Welcome to the Love Your Truth podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jen Chrisman, personal development and spiritual teacher. Each week, I will be bringing you an inspiring guest or thought that will help you move beyond fear and doubt and unlock your true potential because you know there's something inside of you that you want to express and a kind of life that you want to create. We're going to be talking about personal development, spirituality, wellness, and manifesting the life of your dreams. You'll get a blend of practical and spiritual advice where woo-woo meets neuroscience that you can begin applying to your life today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Love Your Truth podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jen Chrisman, and once again, I am just so excited to be here with you today. It is feeling so good to be in a consistent routine with this podcast and showing up every week, and I just am, my heart has been so filled recently just coming back to the basics and the work that I do and really tuning into what matters in this process and that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit today because I know since you're listening to this podcast you are on a journey of personal development spiritual development, healing, transformation, manifestation, all of those things. And so I know that what we're going to talk about is likely something that you have encountered and something that you've come up against. And my thought process when I was sitting down to to record this episode was really talking about the idea and the concept of the container. We've all heard this term before and it's kind of, you know, sometimes there's like a little bit of an eye roll maybe that we can have when we think about the container and people who talk about the container and, you know, we've all seen the coach who gets on to do her Instagram stories and before she starts speaking, you know, places her hand on her heart and takes a deep breath in. Ah, you know, we all know her <laughs> and she talks about the container and, uh, and I think sometimes that can leave us with a, I don't know, kind of a, uh, there's like an off-putting aspect to it, but, but the reality is, and the truth is with this work, there is a container that's created and I believe the container is like 95% of what matters and what makes this work work so that's what we're going to talk about today like what actually is a container um you know and as I'm as I'm talking right now, I have so many different places that I want to go. And as you know, I don't ever take notes beforehand. And I've tried it a few times and I've tried writing out a script and it just doesn't feel like me. And so I let myself 
just sit down I let myself open up and trust that whatever comes through is going to come through and so I can already feel the many different directions that I'm wanting to go I'll do my best to close all of the loops that I do end up opening but the first thing that just came to me as I was sitting here talking about the container is thinking back to my training and as you know I spent more than a decade close to two decades in fact in the if you include my education and my training to become a psychologist and what we learned very early on almost from the very beginning we learned like what makes therapy work and I will say that we can put therapy we can put mentorship we can put coaching we can put any healing relationship into this category it doesn't matter what you want to call it and honestly I don't think it matters who you're working with if you're working with a therapist or you're working with a coach um, you know this aspect applies so what are we taught makes the process work a lot of us get hooked into thinking that it's a, a, a specific technique that makes for an effective outcome so what is an outcome it's the uh, the process or an effective outcome right it's it's a client experiencing something that they desire to experience in the way of a shift or a transformation and so a lot of us get hooked into this idea the story that in order to have a successful outcome it's uh, comes down to a specific technique or a tool and we've all been there I would imagine if you are a coach or a therapist you've been there on the side of the practitioner who you know you're getting another certification you're trying a new technique you're reading a new book all of the the things that we think like oh this will get my client a result and if you're on the side of the client which I would guess and I would hope that anybody listening to this podcast has been right because first of all I don't you know I don't I don't think that anyone who is doing this work as a practitioner coach or therapist um, I don't think it's responsible to not have mentorship and guidance around this. I think it's, you know, it's one of the areas that I get really um, concerned about when I look at the field as a whole. And it's why I, it's why I created the life coaching certification program that I have because, you know, anybody can decide that they want to be a life coach. You don't need any training. You don't need any skills to call yourself that and I think that there is a an ethical responsibility that we have to go first to be the guinea pigs that you know we cannot ask anybody to do something that we haven't already done ourselves or at least are in the process of doing ourselves and so, again, I'll go back, you know, everyone here listening right now have been a client, 
in some capacity, not necessarily my client, but you have been a client, right? You've been in that place where you get hooked into thinking, I just need to figure out like the right tool, right? You hire a new coach, you see a new therapist, you uh, take a new course, you, you read a new book, all of the things, right? We're looking for that intervention, that tool, that technique, that thing that is going to make the change, make the difference for you. And what the research has actually shown us, and I'm going to butcher these numbers, so bear with me because again, I don't have notes and I, I should probably, um, I should probably look these things up and and we can look it up together after, after this episode. But what the research has found is that actually the specific technique or style of intervention that the, the practitioner uses accounts for the least amount of impact on the overall, uh, experience of the healing relationship and so you know if we if we look at the you know this is like a pie chart of what goes in there's a few different components and the smallest piece of the pie is actually what is the tool so this is like does it matter if we're doing breath work or tapping does it matter if a therapist is using cognitive behavioral therapy or psychodynamic therapy that part of it is going to be the smallest part of the the whole piece and what we have what the research and the studies have shown us is that first of all the most important contributor to outcome is actually the client's belief and their faith, their, their level of hope. How much hope does a person have about their potential, about their belief, about the possibility that they can experience something new, something different. That's number one. And, you know, this is sometimes why, actually, you know what, strike that, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's a client's faith in the process. And I do think that this is why my mentor tells me in one of his mottos, is that the transformation happens in the transaction. And you hear this all the time about the importance of making the investment in yourself. And I have seen this so many times in my own practice, in my own life, that I have gifted access to my programs, my courses, my time, my services. And, you know, I would argue that like 9.9 times out of 10, when I give something to someone, 
they don't use it. They don't take advantage of it. They don't, um, you know, that it just, there's no, there's no skin in the game is what people say, but I think that it's, it's more than that. I think that it's, you know, what happens when someone makes an investment in themselves and this doesn't have, like it, the investment can be, it's all relative, right? Uh, a $50 investment can be a huge investment for someone and a $5,000 investment can be, you know, thrown away to another person. So it's all relative. It's about making an investment that matters to you. And I believe that the reason why this is so significant is because when you make an investment in yourself, you are making an investment because you believe the transformation is possible. If you didn't believe it was possible, you wouldn't have done it. And, and it, we know, right, the, the research and the data points to the importance of having this faith, having this hope that something is possible, that change is possible. And the more you believe in the power and the potential of your own transformation, the more, uh, the more that the research shows you will experience it. Right. And, and this is a whole other conversation that I know we've talked about before, but the power of our, our subconscious thoughts and our beliefs, our belief system creates the world that we live in. So, so we know that the actual technique and intervention doesn't matter. And we know that a person's hope and belief in the potential and possibility matters a lot. So what else is left? Well, one thing that we have, and and this is a smaller piece of the puzzle, um, but it's important to note too, um, like what goes into the change and transformation and what makes the the healing journey and the healing relationship so effective. um, One thing to consider is that it's like totally random events and circumstances that are completely outside of the the coaching container itself right so this is you know this is just life happening on life's terms which will always always be a part of our path and a part of our journey and that you know those external circumstances that have nothing to do whatsoever with the coaching container um, that accounts for like a, a you know fairly small amount of the overall outcome. But what we have learned and what we know based on the data, based on the science, based on the research, is that right behind a person's faith and belief in their potential change, the single aspect that contributes most impactfully to an effective outcome is the relationship between the client and the coach. And this is where we get to talk about the container. 
because the container is the space that is held the space that is created and held by the coach for their client to come in and do the work that needs to be done and you know if you have been around and in my field at all you've heard me talk uh, many times about how you know unsexy the work that I do actually is and there are a lot of people out there a lot who are really good at marketing they're great marketers and they have learned all of the techniques and all of the tricks and all of the ways to seduce you into believing that you're that you need you need whatever it is that they have to sell whether it's their course or it's their coaching services um it does you know they have convinced they found the words and the ways and have sold you on the three easy steps that you can take to get this desired outcome and i will be the first person to to step up and raise my hand and say that's not what i'm doing right that is not what i'm doing and there have been times in my life and on my path where i have you know in my own humanity and in my own insecurities thought that oh i need to have a you know a marketing you know plan and you know here's the problem that i solve so that you buy what i offer right because I am a business owner and I'm a service-based business owner, right? My services are available for people to come in and buy, as are my courses. And, and it's easy, it has been easy in the past to think that, oh, I needed to, you know, water down what it is that I do into something that is, you know, marketing sexy. <laughs> And, but the, the reality is that's not what this is. And the container ultimately is what I sell. I sell a container and I was thinking about this a lot, which is why I'm talking about it on this podcast this week. It's come up, uh, more recently for some reason, and just coming back like i said in the beginning coming back to basics back to the point of really what is it that i do and how is it helpful and again all i have to do if i'm like doubting anything is look at the the research backs this up that the relationship that forms between two people in a, a working agreement like this one, right? Coach and client, therapist and client. That relationship is just as important as the client's belief in their own possibility. And I would even argue to a certain extent, 
I think the container can be even more important than a client's belief because I do think that part of what goes into making my container anyway so impactful is that I have the capacity to believe sometimes in what my clients can't yet believe in for themselves. And so let's talk about like what actually is the container because a lot of people, again, you know, we, we think about the container from these very masculine qualities and we think, you know, a a container is a six month coaching package, right? And that's, we meet once a week or, you know, every other week for six months and our sessions are 45 minutes long or 90 minutes, whatever it is. And we think that that's the container. That is not the container, right? Those are the boundaries of the container. And those boundaries are critical. They are absolutely critical. And I'm so thankful every single day for my training and my education because it taught me boundaries when it comes to the relationship. And I see coaches all the time and they have no boundaries none whatsoever but boundaries are really important because they set the the foundation for expectations and just like a child uh, children thrive with boundaries they don't always like them but they thrive with them because it creates predictability it gives us a sense of safety it is the baseline requirement to feel safe in any space is to know Here's what I can anticipate. Here's what I can expect. And if a coach has poor boundaries, then it can be uh, it can be like unsettling, especially because the the field that I tend to work in with nervous system regulation and trauma. If you are with someone who doesn't have clear boundaries and the time is unpredictable or the schedule is unpredictable or there's lack of integrity between what we're saying we're doing versus what we're actually doing it can create a a feeling of dysregulation and therefore lack of safety in the in the container so so the structure right the boundaries that we create they those are the masculine qualities of of the the containment and the structure that the container actually holds. And then it's what happens and what is created inside of the container that I believe is what really matters. And that to me is about the relationship it is always about the relationship because we heal in relationships it's really easy for any of us to be you know zen and healed and my highest self When I'm sitting in isolation, you know, not talking to anyone, not interacting with the world, you know, just me and my yoga mat, 
or my meditation block, lighting a candle, saying a few prayers, like I'm great. It's all good. But put me in relationship with someone and now I get to really practice the tools and the skills and the techniques. And so it's in the relationship that we get to start to experience real healing. And this shows up in so many different ways, right? I believe ultimately what we're all striving for. And, you know, I can only speak for myself here. I can only speak for the container that I create, the container that I hold for my clients. But for me, it comes from my belief that what is ultimately going to heal all of us is love. And I also believe that for many of us, this is one of the hardest experiences that we can allow ourselves, right? We tend to have so many walls and so many barriers that we put up that prevent us from allowing love to come in. But this is what makes the container magical, right? When you come into a space, into a relationship with someone and the person sees you, all of you, and they love you through it. And when you're in your lowest points, the person is there by your side, loving you, supporting you, holding you. And when you're at your highest points, that person is there by your side, celebrating you, celebrating you, encouraging you, asking you to get bigger. I think I shared this recently. Uh, I think I shared this on the podcast already, but I'll share it again that my teacher that I have right now, you know, and, and side note, I will add because I think this is important. I already touched on it, but I, in my own life right now, I have a teacher who is a spiritual teacher. I have a coach that is my personal one-to-one coach. And then I'm also a part of two masterminds right now. One of them is with my mentor who I've been with for, I don't know, three years now. And I will stay with uh, for a very long time. Um, but I share that because it's so critical to me. Like I believe with everything in my being that we need support. And, and my teacher that I have right now, one of the ways that I knew, like, yes, he is my teacher. This is the one for me was that when I started coming into his space and we began working together and I started scratching the surface within myself of my own expansion and getting bigger and taking up a little bit more space, his response to me, his feedback that he gave me was that's not big enough and and this like that to me is the epitome of 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 the magic 
that gets to be created, right? Being in relationship with someone who sees you in all of your potential. And as you start growing, as you start expanding, they celebrate you and then they tell you bigger, get bigger, take up more space, be more magnetic, more empowered, more courageous, more in your strength, right? Like I, I think, you know, just take a second and feel into how beautiful that is. What a gift to have people like that in your life. The other, the other thing that I want to speak to, and this is something that came up for me recently with a client, um, we were talking about some, you know, the, the, this is a client who has been with me for some time and she's just, you know, just so near and dear to my heart. All of my clients are, and I think sometimes people don't really like it's hard for me to express fully the depth of the love that I hold for the the people that I, I work with. That if you're in my space in any way, um, you've seen this, you know this. I mean, I'm, I'm literally moved to tears most days of the week because the love that I have for this work and for my clients and and each of these women that are in my space um like it's so much like my body has no other choice but to cry um but I was talking with one of these um one of these women in our one-to-one work and she'd been going through something and and said that you know we were kind of coming to a little bit of an impasse because she was feeling like maybe it would be better to go into a more um, like more back to more like traditional therapy where the person on the other side is more objective right where they don't they don't see and love and care about as deeply as I do because that would give her uh, it would feel safer her to be able to share more right that she had been going through something and had done something that she was feeling really ashamed about and she didn't want to tell me because of the shame that she held and you know this was such an incredible beautiful moment in the work and for all of us right to see the impact and the power of how the relationship and love does the work because you know we talked about is again it's the same thing like it's so easy for me to be oh I'm so like enlightened I'm so spiritual I'm so evolved I'm so expansive when I'm by myself right oh I'm so vulnerable when I'm talking to someone who doesn't know me (laughs) right but put me in the presence of someone who knows me who loves me and let me show them all of myself let me take that risk right that is the risk and what's on the other side the opportunity to experience being fully seen 
in the light, in the dark, and in everything in between, and loved all the way through it. Like that to me is the epitome of what we do and why we do it and why this work is so impactful. So yeah, sure, I can teach you breath work, right? I can teach you how to use tapping to rewire your subconscious mind. I can teach you the techniques and the tools and the five-step process of manifestation. I can teach you all of that. But will you let me love you through it? Will you let yourself be seen? Will you let yourself matter? Because that is what the container does. Right? The container is the space where you get to be in relationship with someone else. And again, I will always come back to it's the relationship that heals. It is the relationship that creates the change. It is in the relationship that we learn how to love, how to accept, how to be with all of ourselves. And, you know, I know uh, there are skeptics I know you're probably, you know, there might be one or two, you may be one of the skeptics listening that will say, yeah, but Jen, like, you know, you're getting paid, you're getting paid and that's why you love or, you know, it's not real because you're getting paid. And again, you know, this is a, another whole conversation to have about the shaming that occurs around people charging and getting paid and you know, the, the judgment that is imposed and projected onto other people, um, you know, how much work so many of us have to do around healing our relationship to money. And yes, there is truth. Absolutely. I get paid for my time. I do not get paid to care. Those are two very, very different experiences. And there, the, you know, the other thing that we talk about here too is, yes, I'm getting, there's a value exchange as far as my time for money, but the value exchange, you know, I'm not the only person, again, that, that benefits, right? This isn't a one-sided exchange that's happening right and part of this is redefining investments and the investment in the self and what you know what what we are each receiving when we invest in something but making that distinction is so critical it's so important that the compensation, the financial compensation that happens is compensation just for time. It is not for the care. It is not for the love. And, you know, and I think that's evidenced by the fact that, you know, it's not for everyone. 
right? Not everyone is meant to do this type of work and not everyone, uh, you know, people reach out all of the time and they're not good fits. And, and it's important to make that distinction. Uh, but again, you know, the conversation about money and charging and rates and how do we, you know, that's a whole other conversation that we can have at another point in time. But, you know, for the purposes of this conversation, I really am just wanting to, to talk about and clear up some of the, you know, misconceptions or, um, you know, just bring clarity to this topic and to this word that gets thrown around so much in our communities and it's one of those words where it's like you know you throw it in with the and and in in my world because I talk to so many coaches and um you know my whole life well not my whole life but a big part of my life a huge part of my life is this work Right? I, my, my clients are with me all day, every day. When I wake up in the morning and I start my morning routine and my prayers and you know, I light a candle and I sit with each of my clients in my, in my heart for a few moments, right? I'm thinking about my clients all day, every day. I am constantly, you know, creating workshops and content and things that I can do to offer and how can I help them and how can I serve them more so you know this work is it's just woven into every aspect of who I am and and the ins and outs of my everyday life and so I I think it's easy for a lot of us who are in this field to simply assume that everyone knows what we're talking about when we talk about container but I wanted to take this time to really uh, offer an explanation and an understanding of what are we actually talking about with this word that gets thrown around so flippantly and we just assume that everyone knows what it means I will also offer that I think container can mean different things to different people and you know taking that with a grain of salt right everything with a grain of salt everything being run through your filter your own filter as i'm sharing this and i'm um expressing my my passion for the sacredness of the container know that everything i share is a reflection of my personal beliefs my 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 work that i've done in my own life my experiences that i've had right that is what i am projecting out into the world i am not projecting the universal capital t truth right i'm projecting and sharing my truth and and you can you know take all of this always anything that you hear ever take it run it through your own filter because i believe that what we're doing here and the reason why we do all of this work 
is to learn and to find and ultimately to love our own truth. You know, I, I, sometimes I can't even believe the, the beauty of the process with this podcast and coming up with the name, love your truth. And, you know, the evolution of my, my relationship to that sentiment and how, you know, now at this point in my career, when I thought of the name, however long ago, and that's a whole other story too, um, you know, kind of came to me, but I didn't, I don't think I realized the impact and how, how deep this sentiment would, would structure everything that I do, right? Every single thing that I do is in service of helping you find what is right and what is true for you. Not what is right and what is true for Jen. Not what is right and true for your parents. Not what is right and true for society, but what is right and what is true for you. So, I think that's probably a good place for us to wind down today's episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking this journey with me. If you have any questions or still, you know, anything you want to chat about, about containers, or if you are feeling the call to come into any of one of my containers, I would love to invite you. You are welcome to come in. I have a few different ways of working. I have a few different containers that I offer. And it would be an honor and a privilege to share those with you. So I'll put some links in the show notes for you of different ways that we can connect and work with each other. And I will also put this out there that if you would be so inclined, the one of the greatest ways that you can um, help me, or if you're feeling like giving back in any way, uh, to leave a message, a review on iTunes. It goes so far. You have no idea how much it helps the podcast and this work that I'm doing. It is truly like when you leave, uh, an honest review on iTunes, it helps me more than you will ever know. And I would be so incredibly grateful if you would take the two or three minutes to just do that. And if you do, and you, before you hit, hit submit, if you want to just take a screenshot of it, cause it can get kind of lost. I don't, I can't see them. They don't show up chronologically for some reason. Um, just hit, uh, take a screenshot and then send it over to me at hello at drjennifercrisman.com. And if you do, I will send you a special little gift from me to you as a way to say thank you. And as always reach out, send me a DM, let me know what you thought. And I love you so much. Thank you for being here. And I will look forward to talking to you in next week's episode.